Hi there, my name is Sel and you're listening to New and Approved on Sin. And today I'm joined by Alisa and Tom from The Naked and Famous. Thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks for having us. Now, for some people, the idea of lockdown or quarantining over a long period of time is like such an awful thought. But for others, it's been a welcome respite. How has lockdown been for you two being in a band? Like, what's been your go-to song or album that's been getting you through or even just activities as well? Yeah, it's been, I mean, to be honest, it hasn't been too much of a drastic change for Elisa and I because, of course, we work from home. So that part of it feels pretty much same old, same old. Um, The real, like, impact it's had on us has been that we aren't able to tour and it has made a lot of, like, traditional promotional things that you do around an album really difficult. Like, interviews just become a little bit harder because you can't do anything in person. Yeah. Uh, photo shoots become more difficult. Even, like, filming a music video uh, is, is, you know, kind of hard uh, if you have crew. So, yeah, on one hand, it's sort of like life as the usual, but on the other, it's been really challenging for us, especially... You know, we were actually, like, beginning to tour when COVID hit, so yeah. we had to actually cancel a lot of touring plans. It was really, um, it was upsetting for Lisa and I because we, we put so much work into, into the live shows. I think as far as getting by, we're, uh, we're just, you know, we've been fully focused on this new album, just trying to talk about it as much as possible, promote it, and uh, do as many interviews, et cetera, as possible, yeah. and looking to move on to the next thing. And so... Just with that, has do you think that's forced you to be more creative in the ways that you've tried to film video clips, or do you think it's kind of gone the other way? It's definitely forced us to lean into the DIY nature of um, the creative process in terms of like creating content to support the release of our album. You know, we recently have been filming live streams in Tom's living room and then his studio and yeah it's, it's just forced us to be creative with what we can do with um, what we have at hand and, and it's been very challenging and fun at the same time because we've been able to do some cool stuff like we made a lyric video for um, one of our songs called Death and our creative director asked us to film ourselves singing and on our iPhones and we did that and she managed to create some really cool animation and like some of us singing throughout it. We're like, oh wow, we can actually do so much with just our iPhone. So it's been a really fun kind of like learning process in, in that regard. Um, but at the end of the day, we're still bummed that we don't get to play live shows. That's just the one thing with a full band we haven't played the Lincoln Sanders haven't played a full band show um, for a very long time we only got to do that once and that was for um, the first show of the Wine Machine Tour in Australia before COVID took over and cancelled all our plans hopefully those skills that you've learnt um, in terms of like your iPhone and stuff you guys will be able to use in the future as well though for other things oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's given us confidence to um, be malleable with the things that we have on yeah. our hands. Because I think Alicia and I are a little bit old-fashioned in that we create quite a big separation between the the things that we put out into the world. Like, we're elder millennials, so like we want everything to be curated, but I think the way that the industry has changed and the way that people are consuming 
music is in uh, a more a less curated fashion. So this whole experience actually has kind of like pushed Lisa and I um, up to date, really. Um, and also I think just, just like you said, like having to do these things has given us a confidence because, you know, when you try something once, it's a little less scary the second time around. So I think we feel a little more compelled to go back to basics. Um, but yeah, it has been an enjoyable set of challenges, all things considered. It's almost like reverting back to the classic bedroom artist and yep. running a business from your bedroom. It, it's kind of the, the same vibe um, that Tom and I feel that we're in. You know, we, we're having to make music and make plans and figure out how we film things, figure out how we promote things, just real DIY back to our group. Yeah, it's like a whole new way of kind of... Um doing things and now just on um diving into your new album recover there are so many intricate and expansive layers to it with a main focus i found on different types of relationships mainly with ourselves others and more universally as well now a song which brings a lot of light and joy to these trying times from your album is sunseeker for those who haven't heard the song before could you please tell us a little bit about what it means to you and who has your Sunseeker been during this time? Well, my muse is a furry four-legged creature named Ginger. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I think dogs just bring so much joy. They are a fascinating animal. And, you know, I never grew up with pets. Um, and so now that I have one, it's... It's crazy to imagine what my life was like with that one. Like, I, I don't want to sound like some crazy dog lady, but um, I, I feel like that at times. Yeah. Um, right now, I have, right now, I'm fostering a dog uh, on behalf of a local rescue um, called the Real Bark. And so I just, yeah, I really love dogs. And one thing came about because um, Ginger would often just be outside laying in patches of sun, and, and some people would actually for nickname I would call her my little sun seeker yeah. and I never knew that I um, needed a dog in my life but I clearly do because I can't live without her and is she with you over um, in the US yeah she yeah. is um, she's currently dad at his studio yeah. and um, I have a little foster a little foster baby so we're spending some time alone I'm training him for the real world for when he gets adopted um, so yeah, it's, it's been a really fulfilling um, part of my life having these animals around. Recover does have so many joyous moments in it, but we're also met with darker, more bittersweet tracks as well. What was it like finding a balance between these emotions during the recording process? Was it something that came about naturally or was it quite difficult? Yeah, pretty natural, I think. Really naturally, I mean... Uh, I don't think we've got a lot of... Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, that's a thoughtful question, but honestly, like, what, when we when we create music, um, we really just roll with the ideas that feel the best to us, and that's, like, such a vague, descriptive term to, to use, but it's, cause it's, it's quite a broad umbrella that we have to set, like, a song under, if it's going to go on the record, it has to be, you know, it can't feel cheesy, it has to feel, like, just the right length, um... You know, there's just so many things to consider, and I think for us, it, we, 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 for like Recover, we were heading in one direction, which was that we wanted it to be kind of an upbeat record. Yeah. But 
that was the main direction that we had. And then it was just about finding songs that fit that uh, motif or fit that general creative drive. But when we got on a roll, it was like, it was just pretty pretty easy. And we, we kind of let go of the, the big picture a little bit because we were heading in the direction we wanted to go in. So we didn't have to, we didn't have to be too conscious about it. Um, and I think, you know, to be honest, most great artists just do that. You know, like they, they just, they just uh, lean into the thing that they feel like doing. And I think that's where they, you get the most creative motivation from. Um, so if you're a folk artist and you, you like making folk music, that's what you're going to do. And, and I think what The Naked and Famous is for Alita and I, as much as we try to craft it, it really is just like, that's us. That's the music we naturally make um, when, when Alita and I get together. So it's both really considered and, and driven and, and conscious, but at the same time, it's hard to imagine that we could do anything else. Yeah, so it was something that was organic for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, you're listening to New and Approved, and my name is Sel, and The Naked and Famous are with us at the moment with Elisa and Tom chatting about their new album, Recover. Now, amongst other emotions, I also get a really strong sense of hopefulness from this album, both sonically and lyrically. Is this sort of more of the direction you were steering the album, or were there other emotions you wanted to instill as well? You know, what's funny is that I feel like, other than our first record, I feel like this is a historical first that we have made such an optimistic and hopeful <laughs> and jovial record. I feel like the Simple Forms and Merlin Waves really explored like, heartbreak and devastation and um, I have a real somber hue to all of the songs and Recover is just so much more colourful and playful. Um, and that's exciting to me because when you have to promote a record, when you have to talk about the songs, you get to relive those moments. And I love that I get to relive moments telling a story about Sunseeker um, and telling a story about the other types of songs that have hope threaded through the lyrics. So, yeah, I'm, I think we were conscious when we decided um, it was a conscious decision to make a record that was a bit more optimistic because that reflected just where Tom and I were at the time, you know, we, we felt like we'd finally gotten to a really good place in our personal and professional life. So. Beautiful. And have you found you've gravitated towards certain songs more than others? Like, do you have any favourites from the album yourself? I really love Tom's song, Death. Yeah. Um, that one is really cool. I like uh, Recover still. It's it's the title track of the album, and it was the first song that we wrote for this album where we felt like we had a new direction yeah. and had stumbled into our new, you know, our new sonic um, place. And that set the precedent and gave us some, uh, guide, you know, handrails basically to walk through the rest of the album. Um, and then everything everything came together for the record pretty quickly after that one. But it was such an inspired moment of writing. Um, and it was one of those songs that is written and recorded and finished practically in one day. Yeah, those songs always, they stick around. And, and we did a few of those to this album, which was fantastic. But this one in particular, 
don't know, just something about the production and the songwriting. I feel like it's the strongest song on the record, and I feel like there's a good reason that it's the, the title track. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I feel like the, what's going on in the production in, in, in relation to the songwriting is really clever. So I haven't let go of that one yet, but it's usually a favorite. I think what's more interesting is like what the favorite song is for an artist years on from the album, you know, when it's been out and, and released into mm -hmm. the, the ether and when people have digested it, because it is interesting to look back at something you may have felt holistically entirely proud of and may have felt like it's cohesive and then you get further away from it and you start to see where, I don't know, maybe things don't line up the way you thought they did. So, like, I feel that way about previous albums. Um, but no, not, not at this point about Recover. I'm, I'm pretty stoked anyway about it. And I guess when when things do go back to normal, when you get to tour with the album as well, your thoughts might change on different songs or you might form different connections with them as well? Yeah, exactly. And, I, you know, I'm really hoping that by the time we get to tour this, we will at least have another album out so that, you know, like going back to touring for us will feel huge. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's, it's actually quite a... Oh, a strange feeling going out and touring a record right after you've made it um, if you're an established act because the songs haven't really had like a huge amount of time for people to become familiar with them yeah. so that can be a bit strange like you're you have fans you've got a new album you're really proud of it they've only just heard it they're excited to see you but you know they haven't like these songs haven't like stuck in yet um, so yeah, like, it would be interesting going and, and playing because I don't think we'll get to do, like, a quote-unquote recover tour. Yeah. You know, I think by the time we play the songs off recover, we'll know exactly which songs we should be playing off it because we'll be able to look on Spotify and we'll see that, <laughs> you know, it'll be the ones with the most streams. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting. A good for us creatively. Yeah, for sure. And do you have any plans for the rest of the year? I know it's hard to tell at the moment, but are there any um, other things you've got in the works in terms of maybe video clips or? Yeah, we have a music video um, that is currently being finished up right now. Uh, we shot it in social distancing style um, with just a skeleton crew out in a canyon in California. And we actually have amazing uh, Asian female animator um, doing some animation over the top of it. It, it looks really stunning. And um, we're going to be shooting another music video for a song that's going to be our first track on the record. And we're probably going to do that in Tom's living room. So, yeah, we, we definitely have more things to make. Um, for this record, which is exciting and uh, something to look forward to. Elisa and Tom, thank you so much for joining me on New and Approved on Sin. If you want to hear more of The Naked and Famous, you can find their new album Recover on your favourite streaming services. You're here with Cell. Thanks for tuning in.